So the next game that we're going to talk about tonight in terms of week four Sunday is the Tennessee Titans going up against the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Titans and Colts having interesting starts to the season. You've got two different teams here in the sense column where um, Tana has been there for a good while now. There's a lot of expectation around this Titans team last season and there was a lot of expectation from the neutral standpoint this season that they were going to take a step down. They did in the first few weeks. They look a bit better last week. The Colts offensive line is I feel bored now talking about it that much that it just doesn't look great. Matt Ryan struggled until last week and he still did not play that well last week apart from that last drive. Um, there are issues in both teams and it's going to be an intriguing game because it's a game where the Colts are under pressure to win based on last week and their defense came up really really big against the Chiefs but how can they turn it on against a Derrick Henry led offense where he could just run through them that's the question well yeah they're gonna have to find a way to stop Derrick Henry because on his day he's capable of running over anybody um, but it is possible um, to to stop him. Um, he he isn't invincible, and certainly, if uh, anyone has seen Jim Irsay's tweets uh, this afternoon, he is calling on the Colts faithful to play a significant uh, um, part in this. He's asking for it to be the loudest game of his tenure, um, his ownership of the the Colts, and I think that will be a factor because. Um, neither of these teams are, are playing particularly well. We expected more from the Colts. I, I think really a lot of talk that they were going to win this division for the first time since 2014. Um, but uh, offensively, we haven't yet seen it, certainly. You're right, Michael, that the defense showed up big time last week to hold Patrick Mahomes and the, the Chiefs to 17 um, points uh, was very, very good. And they did that without Shaquille Leonard, um, which makes it probably even more impressive. Um, the I, I, I had definitely a bit of a wobble yesterday when I heard Jonathan Taylor had missed practice. Apparently, it's the first time he's ever missed practice, be it high school, college or the NFL. But he was full go to today, uh, which is uh, a relief for, for the Colts. I, I really think this is one of the and I think there are a few games um, like that uh, this week. Just a coin flip game. I'm going to go with the Colts because they're at home and I think they, they need it. But then I thought the Raiders needed it more last week and the Titans did it. As long as Mike Vrabel is there, the Titans will be super competitive. But I'm going to say the Colts get the win on Sunday. Like Derek Henry, he's flattered to the save this year. Like last week, people were kind of saying, oh, he looked back to himself. But a lot of the numbers were, I would say, inflated last week. The reality is he's still, in terms of rushing, he only had 85 yards rushing. He got another 16 in terms of receptions, but he's not tense. He doesn't tend to do too many receptions. Week one, he was held to 82 by the Giants. If that team, if he's not playing well, that team is not playing well, and then they're reliant on Tannehill. Tannehill's numbers against Matt Ryan, and we discussed Matt Ryan and the flaws, how we, how we expected more from him. They're very similar. 647, 69. Three touchdowns each, three interceptions, four interceptions. Neither of them are, are playing, playing better. I thought Matt Ryan came back to himself a little bit last week because the offense went. Once it was struggling for the last parts of the game, he still had the experience to get that drive against a formidable Chiefs team to win that game. I look at the players on the outside and wide receivers and who they got, Brooks, Woods, Phillips. I mean, this was a concern with this Titans team going into the season. The drop-off from AJ Brown could be significant. Um, where I see other players on Pittman, for example, with the Colts, attractive player, kind of 
expect to make a big step up. They had a rookie last week, two touchdowns. I see more reasons why the Colts should win this game. And defensively last week were solid, and I expect a similar performance this week. So I'm, I'm with the Colts here as well. Mark C is going with the Colts as well. Um, it's a full house with us. I, uh, why, why do you look so surprised with Mark over the Colts? I, I just didn't think uh, Mark would. Uh, I thought he, he, he's obviously looked Bill Belichick and Vrabel and the, the coaching tree. I thought he might uh, lean into the Titans. No, but it's a it, it's a neutral broadcast. We can't have our affiliations with the teams that we support. So I I understand how Mark is going for the Colts. That was a hilarious joke. Um, uh, Hogan's going with the char- with the Chargers. No, he's not going with the Chargers. He's going with the he's going with the Titans. So at least somebody's going with the Titans uh, on this internet sphere. Uh, I'm going with the Colts because I think the home crowd will be the factor for them. I think the defense will come up again. That being said, I don't rate the Colts as highly as I did um, and it'll be intriguing to see over the next few weeks how the Jaguars will maybe propel themselves further in this division they won't win this weekend against Philadelphia but over the next few weeks they've got a chance to win some games including the game in London which I think they've got a great chance to win personally as it stands at the minute um, so let's see how it goes I I think that about Jonathan Taylor he'll, he'll be grand it'll be 100% I think it'll be it's one of those coin flip games as you said Colin but the, the Colts will win by a field goal and to make it even more of a guesswork, there'll be a double doink from one of the teams. How's that for gamble responsibly? Interesting. Interesting. The, the Titans beat them twice last year. You know, over the course of the few years leading up to that, it was obviously like a, they'd always kind of take a game off each other and the game they usually win was, strange enough, was on the road. But last year, the Titans had their number twice. You know, Carson Wentz made a lot of mistakes in, the, in this particular game when it was in Indy last year. I don't think Mark Ryan's the type of quarterback that would make those type of mistakes. I think ultimately yeah. get them get them on the line. Yeah, I think you know the Colts need to win this game as well. So time will tell. Um, Bears Giants. Um, this game is at MetLife. Brian, is it or? Yeah. Okay. So Bears Giants. Justin Fields going in the MetLife. Um, Colin, where do we start with this matchup? Um, I think where where you start with it is is it'll be it'll be played on the ground sir certainly um when when you look at both of these teams they're both run, run first um i saw a tweet from our friend sam monson earlier who highlighted um and yes bears fans you have a winning record um but he did highlight that justin fields has 297 passing yards in three games um <laughs> QBs have exceeded that in one game 19 times this season. Four QBs have done it multiple times, and even Geno Smith has done it. We've talked about it before. You've got to go back to the 80s to find as few completions through the first three games, but realistically, this is football from the 70s. I'm sure for Bears fans, they won't care uh, as long as they, you know, uh, keep winning. If they keep above 500, why why would they they care? Uh, But I do not believe that the Giants will be as generous as the Texans were um, last week. Uh, I, you know, we, we know we know what Daniel Jones is. We know he's not going to be there next year, but I believe in Brian Dable and his roster more than Lovey Smith and, and his roster. And so I am going to say that um, the Giants get the win in this one. 
Brian Hogan's picking the Bears. Just wanted to put that out there so you can tell us why the Giants are going to win. What a a surprise. What what a surprise. Hogan picks against the Giants. Yeah. Um, I I, I am picking the Giants. No, I am. I am. But um, I don't think it's down to the fact that the Giants are a great football team. I think it's more down to the fact that we're playing a lesser football team. Um, Cole Kamei had a really good game last week for the the Bears as running back when McCormick went down again. But essentially, he is right now to be all in for this Bears team because they have to run the ball, like Colm said. And the Giants was Leonard Williams is out and he's our standout player defensively in terms of stopping the run. Big loss. Looks like he could be back for the game in London, which is great to see. Um, I think they'll find a way to stop them. And then you're putting it in the hands of Justin Fields. I think it's the lows over under um, in terms of passing, uh, in terms of completions for a quarterback yards in years. It's 120. That's the over under on, on Justin Fields and on Sunday in terms of yards in the game. The Giants are struggling offensively as well. I mean, you, you say Daniel Jones won't be there next year. He won't be there next year, but by golly, right now he's doing his utmost to make sure he is there because his performance on Monday was, let's be honest, it was fantastic. You can say what you like about the, the offense. The wide receivers on Sunday, Slayton, Stills, Jesse James, Galladay won't be playing or we'll only get like 12, 12 snaps again. And Saquon is ultimately the guy that will win us the game and we have to lean on him and, and imagine that's what will happen in the course of the game. I think Giants defense will play well enough to hold the Bears in check. The Giants will get a get a win but it won't be it won't be a, an impressive game shall we say yeah just going back on what Colin said uh the whole justin fields uh 297 passing yards in three games with two touchdowns and four interceptions is i don't care that there was a monsoon week one that's an abomination lads like that is an absolute abomination now it's not justin fields's fault because they haven't built an offense around him and that's why i have consistently been down on this team because there's no care for his development albeit it's a short window you bring in a new gm you bring in a new head coach it takes time to implement certain players but they haven't protected them and it hasn't it hasn't worked out for them and it's not going to work out for them this season now how can they win this game on sunday ironically they get the ball down the field with justin fields they won't do it they'll try and run the ball and justin will throw a few picks and brian's right uh, daniel jones um, it wasn't his fault on Monday he made some really really uh, good plays at times in the game where it was difficult for him to get the ball down the field and he's still done it so f- fair play to him and that there the Giants are more fun to watch and that for any fan is is a good thing especially in the NFC East where Washington are completely gone with the dogs completely so um, it's, 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 it's interesting to watch I feel that this game will not be won by the Giants in terms of the running game uh, you got like uh, Daniel Ballinger who's had 50 yards so far this season just over 50 yards one touchdown I think like guys that got there I'll come in and win the game through Daniel Jones I, I, I feel that they, they'll struggle on their own game on Sunday but they're going in the right direction there's no way in hell there's more chance of me winning the Rosa Tralee than there is of that man starting a quarterback next year that being said they could release him somehow mathematically and bring him in at the 1 million dollar he, he's gone lads he's not coming back he's not of the calibre for that team and they'll bring somebody decent in um, Mark is picking yeah and I'm picking the Giants as well. So, Jesus, the Bears are winning by how much, lads, is the question? Uh, if, we, if we've all gone for them, the Bears are probably winning by double digits. Well, one, one of us, one of us, and I say one of us because I have a lot of fans who are Bears fans, one of us is walking away from this game. You have a lot of Sunday. fans who are Bears fans. That yeah, is interesting. Friends, shall I say? Sorry, lot of <laughs> But uh, one, of them, one of us is walking away 3-1 on Sunday. 3-1 Giants, I'd say we we're ahead of the curve in there is where we would, would have thought we'd be. And if the Bears win a 3-1, bear in mind how, and not just ourselves, how critical of people are of them 
this season to be three and one, then the Bears fans will take it all day long. Who wouldn't? No harm to the crack, but if the Bears are three and one come Sunday night, that's an absolute disgrace. Like a genuinely, Dable should walk out of New York if he loses uh, this game. Uh, and Mark will really want the Giants to win. He will really be desperate to see the Giants win because Mark continuously goes on about the fact that we haven't seen two teams with a winning record in London for God knows how long. So. You assuming his team doesn't win on Sunday against the Packers, you might see two teams that are in record next week. That's the end of this podcast segment. If you want to get your popcorn and come back, we're about to pick the Jaguars Eagles game, so we can't wait to hear this opinion. Uh, join us in the podcast segment and see you in a minute.